this show is to get to the heart of well-being through inspirational stories of everyday people, expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle-related disciplines, and exploration of topics that underpin well-being. If you want to take control of your well-being and put yourself front and centre in your life, then this is the podcast for you. I want you to feel calm, nurtured and inspired so you can enjoy your life and your success. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you know someone else that would get value from the show as well, please share it with them. Join me on this journey and let's live the fab life together. Today I'm delighted to introduce my guest Erin Browder, who will share her journey and her insights and expertise about her passion for creative insight journey. Welcome Erin. Good morning. Welcome, Bev. How are you? Or thank you for your welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's great to have you here. Erin, tell me about what you do and more, a little bit more about yourself. Yes. Well, as you mentioned with the Creative Insight Journey, I am a master trainer for the Creative Insight Journey course. Um, I'm also, my background is in education. I'm a trained educator and a consultant for schools around the greater Los Angeles area. So for the last 14 years, I have been a practicing educator, but I've also spent the last seven specifically training and supporting the learning of adults. And a couple of things that I really focus on in my work and my support is sparking our learners' curiosity, creativity, and their interests, right? So making sure that content is really personalized for their experience and that they themselves are growing and developing as they you know, set out to do that for their students. And talk to me a little bit more about your journey. So how would you describe your journey to where you are today? Yeah, well, you know, a big part of what I, I enjoy doing and, and the personal interest that I bring to this work is my love of curiosity and creativity and confidence. And it did not start off that way for me at all. I am a middle child of, uh, we're all girls, and both my younger and my older siblings took the favor of both of my parents and I was your typical middle child. What about me? <laughs> I navigated through life really invisible and highly intelligent, very analytical thinker. And I was able to do a lot of things on my own. And, you know, in my adult perspective, I understand why my parents made room for me that way. But what I was missing was a lot of that encouragement, enthusiastic parenting approaches that I had to figure out things on my own a lot of the time. And, you know, even for people who are highly gifted in certain areas, they still need, you know, a lot of that love and kind of that growth and cultivation. So as I embarked on my teaching career, um, I found myself making really strong relationships and establishing a reputation for myself as a, as a leader and someone that was authentic that people believed in. Um, and I think that that really comes from my experience of this invisibility that, you know, when I do engage in conversations or relationships um, with others, you know, I look at them in the eyes that, that there's truly um, an energetic exchange between us um, that is long lasting obviously. And that really propelled me into this role of a coach and a supporter of other adults and, and their learning. And once I returned, so a lot of my teaching experience was in New York. Um, I've lived in many different cities in the world. I'm just someone who embraces change and, and thinking outside of the box, um, stretching myself and just learning a lot of new things. That's something that I really enjoy doing. Um, and I think that that comes from my love of creativity, right? And so always looking 
seeing what everyone else sees, but in a different way. And talk to me about the journey into the creative insights. So what attracted you to that? How did you find this? I ended up catching a radio show on my one of my favorite radio channels, Hay House Radio. The host was Jennifer Grace. I never heard of her before. And on this last show, she was talking about the creative insight journey and how it really helps people detangle a lot of frustrations and kind of stresses in their life uh, that they, people who exit this program have more insight and more connection to their higher purpose and calling and to their true self. And one of the things if you haven't picked up on about me is that I love a lot of different things. And so I have a lot of, a large, I should say a broad range of experience and I'm looking for ways to bring that all together. Right there, I had this calling, I need to, to take this course. And when I did, it was truly life-changing. It's a course that embeds spiritual foundations, uh, practical applications. It taps in and it calls on people's creativity. Um, and it was a way that I could embed all the things I love into one product and really come out very unique and having a different perspective on life. If you were to describe the creative insight journey and the benefits, what would you say? Yeah, I think one of the largest benefits is how reflective and present you become along the journey. So there's these big ideas such as intuition or something that we call the hero's journey that takes you from a calling to a breakthrough. And for a lay person or someone who's really not familiar with these terms, that could be really confusing. But what the course does is it breaks it down into really relevant, tangible ways of accessing like this meta information and then applying tools to everyday challenges that we have that we feel really small against. So if you think about time and stress, we all have problems with time and stress. You know, there's never enough time. Everything stresses us out. So how do we shift our relationships to time and to stress to make sure that we have all the time in the world or that I myself know how to deescalate or uh, manage my own stress, right? And that I find myself loving everything that I do, even if it wasn't something initially that I love to do, like folding the laundry or, you know, cleaning dishes. And so it really like shifts your perspective. And then, you know, there's a point where everyone has their own relationship. And, and so they individualize the learning. Um, if you come in and perhaps you want to show up better in, in a relationship, then that might be something that you focus on. Or if you have an invention or an idea or a product that you want to share with the world, you know, this course is something that can help you do that. But I would say my biggest benefit was just the relationship with myself and understanding how I relate to all these different aspects in the world or that we encounter in our daily lives. And can you explain the actual process of using Creative Insight Journey? Doug, talk me through the approach, please. Yeah, so we begin with something called the Will of Life. And the Will of Life just really captures all the different aspects of our life and where we are in each of them. So we rate our satisfaction. So in your relationships, are you showing up 100% the way that you like to? In your personal commitments or in your goal setting, how is that going in your spiritual life? So you have some type of inventory on what it is specifically that you want to focus on. 
So every time that you meet, you leave with some soul work, which is just a, a really great way of capturing, you know, some homework that you have, but it really is all about your soul. Um, you receive a live with, and this is really just an affirmation and a mantra that you focus on for the entire week that you make yours and you end up coaching each other. And this is actually a really valuable part because you meet people that are completely different. And I learned a lot from them in the ways that they internalize this information. So what can I learn about how to manage my inner critic that I can apply to my issues with time and stress? It's really brilliantly integrated so that it's not just something that you learn and it stays, you know, on a slide or in a worksheet or in an activity. These are things that you embed and eventually transform your life. Can you please provide examples of how this can be applied, perhaps how long it takes and some type of case study? Yes. Um, so currently I'm working with a group that are experiencing career transitions, right? So they're in a career that for many different reasons, they realize that it's time for them to move on. And so the tools from the creative insight journey give them a new perspective on how to look at their current situation, how to get in touch with themselves and what it is that they truly want to do. And, you know, that's one thing that we hear a lot is my calling or my purpose, or I feel like I never got that. But that it's one thing to acknowledge that feeling. And it's another to have the tools that will help you sort through and navigate that feeling and come out knowing what it is that you want to do. So these people in this career transitions course, they are going through some processes where they're identifying, you know, careers and, and people who they want to learn from. And then they're taking this new perspective into this a new career venture. And the idea isn't that right away, these are the things that you're going to change and you get them. No, there's shifts and, and really large, deep transformations that you're making first before you apply these perspectives and tools into your life. So it's, it's really an integrated approach because, you know, a lot of times it's like, well, here's this checklist and here are these tools and you can take those tools and you can use them as far as, as you can throw them, but it doesn't necessarily, it's not long lasting typically. And what you get here, I mean, things that I'm getting here are, I came into this course, you know, thinking about a creative idea and my relationship with my partner is changing. Or I came into this course, you know, thinking I wanted one type of, to pursue one type of creative career. And then I realized this is truly what I want. So it's, it's people getting in touch with um, what we call their hero's journey and in some other different kind of larger, um, more spiritual themes uh, that are inaccessible for people who have busy lives and find themselves up against really concrete challenges. So talk to me more about, you mentioned about the shifting our relationship to time and stress. What could people do that would make that shift? What are the, what is the thinking behind it and the action to take? Yeah. So one, the first step is knowing your own perception to a particular task. So science tells us when we associate negative emotions with a particular task, I mean, and this is what we know from our experience as well, then it's not going to be enjoyable, that we're going to dread each moment of it. And in fact, we're making it a worse situation. But when we think about approaching something with an open mind, so openness is associated with positivity. 
when we have positive emotions, such as, you know, feeling happy or feeling joy or feeling delightful, then we're much more open to getting something done. You know, we experience that feeling, then the speed in which we do it is different. The different ways that we entertain ourselves while we're doing it. So if we're listening to a webinar while I have to clean the dishes or watching or listening to a comedy show because I like comedy or a movie while I'm folding the clothes, it puts us into a place of, of more receptivity. Um, one thing that we talk about are the three E's. And so that is doing things that are effortless, enjoyable and with ease. And if they aren't that way for us, then what do I need to make them that way? So this is where the webinar comes in. And this is where the comedy comes in. And knowing our relationship with stress, you know, if it offsets some feelings of anxiety, then what do I need to do for myself to make this more enjoyable. And the truth is, we then will associate, okay, well, if I can fold my uh, laundry, clean my dishes, then I love an organized house, right? I want to come into a clean kitchen. And now I've done that. And so the enjoyment that I feel from achieving that goal has now been amplified compared to the dread of standing in front of dirty dishes and thinking about the grease and all in my hands getting dirty and I just got a manicure, you know, all of, <laughs> yeah. kind of that snowball. So it changes, you know, who we show up as, right? Because, you know, God forbid our partner or children come into the kitchen and we're like, get out of here versus, you know, if we're laughing from listening to our comedy show. Yeah, such a different perception and perspective is key to life, isn't it? It is. <laughs> so if you could talk to your 20-year-old self, what would you share with her to put her on the path to lifelong well-being? There's two things that come from the Creative Insight journey that I think would have been, and they, and they still really continue um, to be very important ideals and strategies to have as I continue. But in, in my 20s, it would have been even more helpful. And one is this idea of our voice of judgment and our inner critic. And typically, we bow to our voice of judgment, even though we know we have proven that voice of judgment wrong. Right. So if it's judging how you look, if it's judging how you, you know, are at work and, and maybe a particular product or something that you're producing, oh, I can never do, you know, it takes me like hours to, to write a book or hours to write a report. And that inner critic just gets in our head and it just gnaws off at like our enthusiasm and our intrinsic motivation. Had I understood that I am the driver in that relationship. So it's not about silencing the VOJ, which we call in the creative insight journey. It's about proving the VOJ wrong. So let me bring in all the times that I did write a report and it was awesome and I got an A plus or all the times that I went to the beach and I got a lot of compliments and I took great pictures. You know, there's so many ways that we can disprove that inner critic, but in those moments and, and not kind of, detaching ourselves from it, uh, we can succumb and we allow that voice to just talk us down even when we know that that's not our truth. So that's like a, a big part. And then the other, more of a larger theme throughout the journey is our intuition. You know, I think all the chatter and the inner critics voices were so much louder than hearing myself and being still 
um, that that's definitely something I would go back and do differently if I had the opportunity. Fantastic. And perhaps you'd like to tell me a bit about your upcoming course. Yes. So I run the course twice quarterly and I will be picking up in August two new courses. And typically we have one that falls on a weekday evening, Pacific Standard Time, and then another that falls midday on a weekend, most likely a Saturday um, around noon Pacific Standard Time. And it runs for eight weeks and it's about an hour to an hour and a half each session. Okay, so for those of us in Australia, you couldn't make the time later. <laughs> oh, definitely. Later works best for me as well. So that's definitely <laughs> on the table. But I do also have other courses that are self-directed, and those can be found on my website. So what are your tips for living fabulously? One is getting up close and personal with your inner critic. Know them. <laughs> Know what are the things that trigger them, what are the ways that they speak to you, and talk back to them and let them know all the ways that those things aren't true. My personal rule is a rule of three. For every time that a judgment or a fear or limiting, limiting belief pop into my head, I think of three ways to disprove it. And it really silences that pesky BOJ. And then the other would just be to be still. It's almost in line with, you know, my advice to my 20-year-old self and just really knowing yourself, trusting the process and listening to what your intuition is trying to tell you. Beautiful. Thank you, Erin. You can find Erin by going to her website, which is www.erinaverybrowder.com. Erin, thank you so much for sharing your journey and inspiring us to really shift our relationship to time and stress. I love the simple way that you've given us to look at our perception of things, our openness and receptivity, and then making sure we love everything we do by looking at those three E's. It was effortless, enjoyable, and with ease. And I think changing our perspective on things just changes the way we see many things and everything in our life. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. And I would love to know what you enjoyed most about this episode. You can connect with me on Facebook by searching for Living Fabulously with Bev or feel welcome to leave a message or comment on my website. You can get the links and any references from this episode in the show notes at my website www.livingfabulously.com forward slash podcasts. Do you have a friend who you think deserves to live fabulously? Spread the love around by sharing the podcast with them right now. Until next time, be sure to live the fab life. The information shared here and in our programs and webinars should not be seen as medical advice and is not meant to take the place of seeing licensed health professionals.